0: Warning, this podcast contains horror themes. Please read the warnings in the description before continuing. We hope you have a wonderful existence. Erin, I'm I'm sorry for calling so late, but who the hell shut off my phone when I passed out? It wasn't Sam, because Sam would have helped. So who was it? Erin, who the hell was it? I'm okay. I'm okay if I know who's following me, but is that stupid that I'm only scared if I don't know someone's watching me? Should I be generally more concerned, Erin? And the nightmares, Erin?
1: Mortality Works has exposed I Exist, Episode 6, Twisted, for the shock and horror it has caused the unfortunate cast and crew.
0: It must be first understood that the earth you see today is made up of millions of ideas. Ideas which have either been acted on or left aside. This combined with natural phenomenon shapes the culture, locations and creatures that are apparent today. When a being becomes immortal, they rewrite the world. They are an idea that cannot be banished. They become a part of the universe itself in a way that cannot be fully comprehended, not even by the immortal themselves. Due to this connection, they are unable to be wiped from existence, and thus the world must change. As soon as a person becomes immortal, the world alters around them, undergoing many adjustments across the time it takes for the stabilizer to be found and activated. Until then, the world changes decisions made in an attempt to create space for the new unchangeable variable. This can both boost technology dramatically, such that we achieve space travel or any of the other typical sci-fi type feats. We lose the technology that we have achieved in the base. The base being the true timeline. For power-hungry dictators, immortals, these conditions are perfect. But before we get there, allow me to take you further back, to the beginning.
2: Madeline, keep holding on. I'm sorry. I'm going as fast as I can. But hacking certain organisations is proving difficult. I'm sorry. Keep holding on. Ugh. Where am I? Dirt? Ugh. Tunnel? Great. Wonderful. The question is, is it a maze or a labyrinth? And a better question. Are any of my dead friends here? A better better question is, can I spare the blood to find out?
1: All brilliant questions, little necromancer. How are you finding your new... home? What exactly is the point of this? Well, as you know, I want you either dead or loyal to me. If you survive this, then good for you. If you don't, well, I can't express how pleased I'll be
2: necromancy family tome of the north family Taken from subject three during the rise of the kings section two out of eight life is blood life is energy to raise a soul the key is the sacrifice of blood and energy whose blood and energy and the quantity taken are entirely separate problems for example in the case of Just wait. The sentence is difficult to explain to you, fools. There are creatures... There are the creatures who should be with the earth to raise such beings, it is cruel. For they live with their place, one heartbeat. And the blood that should be sacrificed should feel the same loss as themselves. And the energy that should be given should be the one of the land comparatively the self-contained ones can be gifted any blood and any energy as long as it is replaced to an extent for the few that require personal energy be wary for too much given could be an early death our energy takes to replenish as does more expendable blood
3: Hi, uh, I'm calling because Madeline gave me your number. She said maybe you could help, and t- if you don't, uh, get my phone calls, it could be therapeutic for me to share with you, or rather, your voicemail machine. If you can get these, please call me at any time. I would appreciate whatever help Madeline thinks you may be able to offer, even if that's a simple... As figuring out at which point you may have noticed any of the fading symptoms, I have a chart here. Um, um thank you. Have a uh, good afternoon.
0: Hi, I I'm I'm feeling better. Still rattled, but I'm going to arrange an appointment with some witches. I flagged down Sam earlier today. You should be getting their phone call soonish, um they haven't seen Crown since before the Vampires either. Sam started asking me, well, I think, look, it's a hunch, and I don't want to go into it right now If it works itself out, I'll let you know, but hmm, anyway, so I started hunting around for Crowlin, but I haven't found much. I feel as though I should drop it because I hardly know her, but at the same time, it feels kind of off. Sam's booking my room for me so I don't need to worry so much about time constraints. I am, however, looking for immortality properly. I've decided that whatever the hell is happening, it has to be worse than immortality. I have started reading up and I think I might be able to convince Sam to give me some lessons in... Our necromancer called it energy affairs, so that I won't repeat the vampire incident again. I hope Crown's okay. I haven't told Sam about my new thoughts on immortality. Apparently their organisation is dead set against it, which I find rather hypocritical, considering their leader is one of the universe's brethren. I did tell Sam about the spy, who's been spying on me successfully. They went blank, nodded, and said a polite thank you. I think Sam's now going to hunt them down. While they do that, I think I might need to invest in some form of protection. Maybe the necromancy book will have something. I'm gonna go now, Uh, I was just checking in. Love you, be safe, bye.
1: you. It's not like you'll die. Or is it?
0: (laughs) When
2: I see you! What have you found? She's... I'm worried. I don't know how much longer she can hang on for. I also think the government has been breaking in and swapping out our pictures. They keep editing her out of them and replacing them. I haven't told her yet. Not that she can hear me just in case they use it against her or something. I I, I I, don't think she could handle it. She's really gone off the deep end, you know? Talking about vampires, witches, and... What have you
0: found? I've isolated several possible facets of the government who may be interested in conducting this type of research. Now... When I say research, I mean torture and brainwashing, but for the sake of my sanity, I'm not going to say torture and brainwashing every time. So, at the moment, we could be looking at environment research, specifically the testing of new substances found in remote locations, or possible weapons testing, specifically with chemical weapons, or it could be research for new drugs. I don't know yet. There is a lot of chatter about... Erin, someone is listening. Say hi to the government.
2: You give me back, my friend, you- So, I see you've decided to invite yourself again in, Tether. Can't say I'm not surprised considering the shape of things. The gathering is coming. The Russian walking forest, the Egyptian labyrinth? They've already arrived. And I know the silver touched are already expending great amounts of energy for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. They are gathering, and this is going to be a mess. My other brethren will be coming soon. It is overdue, this meeting. But did it really have to? They will come, and they will pass as always.
0: Let's hope that there is less bloodshed this time. In the beginning, he was called Ambrose. A strange prediction, in some senses, He was the youngest of ten, and a small child, not expected to last the winter, but his frail body over time only became stronger and his mind sharper. As he grew in his little village and began to work, he met his future brethren, both older than him by at least two years, and from there they took to looking after each other, and eventually their fourth companion, as their families could not afford to. Their fourth companion did not make the ascension. Rather, he was killed and hidden from them. His name they have still kept secret till this day. It was that day Ambrose swore he would find those that had taken him and kill them. We are unsure if he succeeded. It was also that day that Ambrose, Simon and Theodore promised that they would become immortal, as to never feel the pain of losing each other again. It was sometime in the winter of 1718, as the great plague swept through England that Simon began to feel poorly. At the age of 18, it did not bear well. Through the study of necromancy, Theodore was confident he could return Simon, though the trio knew that life was more fickle than that, and could never restore a being to such an extent. Additionally, reincarnation was more imperfect in the 1700s than in current necromantic practices.
3: Blood is stronger than water. That's all they say. And it's true, you know. One drop of blood can kill you. Poisonous blood by the mad chef.
0: There's a forest. I don't think it was there yesterday. Scratch that. I know it wasn't there yesterday. I may be bad at observing... But this is kind of hard to miss. The trees look old. The strange thing is, I don't think anyone's noticing. At least, well, when I'm walking past and watching others who walk past, they don't seem to see it. As though it's like me, fading from existence. What if? Could the forest be fading into existence as I fade from existence? Could I be being traded for a forest? I don't know if I should be mad or not. Honestly, there are worse things to be traded for. Is that how this works? I searched through all the bushes and trees, except for the new forest. She's not in any of them. I also had a thought. I don't want to get your hopes up, but I'm going to share it anyway. What if Krellen can bring back September? It would be just in time for your wedding anniversary, and even if I disappear... At least you'll still have her, you know? And maybe I'll have my best friend back. Just just for a bit. Kralin's a necromancer, so I'm sure she could do it. It all depends on the price, I suppose. On the immortality front I haven't found much. Only suggestions of a ledger. Either way, I'm setting up a meeting with the witches in a few days, so hopefully they'll be able to point me in the right direction. Magical protection-wise, I found a potion. I'm gathering the ingredients now. There's the weirdest thing, though, you know? The more I work with Crowlin's book, the less restricted I feel. Imagine your whole life you were in this elastic suit that, for the purposes of this, grew with you, but there was always, like, pressure there. It covered your whole body, head included. And you never thought about it. You just assumed the suit was permanent, so you moved on with life besides you could breathe it was just very tight but then one day it starts loosening I don't know if it'll get looser still but it's like I can breathe properly but not the same feeling at all it's I guess the easy way to verbalize it, it's kind of like relief but well what if it means I'm fading faster what if the hypothetical suit is like my physical shell and it's keeping me here I need to keep pushing though. Keep reading the necromancy tome. It might be the way to reach immortality and keep me safe. I'm gonna go. I've got a potion to make and a date with a coven to set up. Love you. Be safe. Bye.
3: There's someone else here. I didn't sense them before, but. They're here, and I don't think they're friendly.
2: Be careful. The Immortality Ledger, translated to current English, I became immortal through the devouring of an entire body made of nine other bodies. I then bathed in their blood and carved my skin with their bones. The whole time I wore the skin of the person I first killed. I have been saved. Hi Madeline, if you're listening to this, I'm dead and you've got a lot to learn. Before we start, I just want to say I'm so sorry and I love you. There are certain things I couldn't tell you because then you'd be gone. But if you're hearing this, then I assume you already know that too. Before we get to that, let me start again with no lies and no secrets. A do-over from the grave, if you will. Hi, Madeline. My name's Blair, but you know me as September and I have a lot to tell you.
1: i exist was produced by mortality works directed and written by ashley thompson assistant director simone beeson edited by simone beeson music by tiana allen voice actors and characters necromancy tome the immortality ledger and Callista were voiced by tiana allen the voice of mortality works was voiced by simone beeson Erin was voiced by Jesse Burton. Poem and Sam were voiced by Jason Burgess. September was voiced by Bianca Levi. Alexander was voiced by Tristan O'Neill. Madeline Miller. Random and History were voiced by Ashley Thompson. Krallin was voiced by Morgan Thompson. If you wish to support our continued existence, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download your favourite podcasts. Additionally, if you have the means, consider donating to our Patreon, Mortality Works. Need more proof of our existence? Come check us out at Mortality Works, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hope you have a wonderful existence.